you roll. Give a real like, like the thing where they be like action. <laughs> Stand in the middle right here, nigga, because I gotta be able to pick you up on this too loud enough. One more time. Titties, titties, <laughs> big ass fucking titties. Treyway. Treyway. Episode forty-three. Is that like three titties? You know the fucking vibes. You know the fucking vibe. Jody Fitz back in the building. Jody My brother Fitz. JoJo, we got him back for a full episode this time, man. We oh, had we had shit. such a great conversation, but just a quick convert, like that little last ending of the podcast that I had to tell my bro to pull back up. And here I am. There we here go. Jody Fitz here always support. You know, my man, something positive and good. And, yeah. I like the consistent copious amounts of gang shit. Man, let me tell y'all. Let me give y'all some insight on this man right here. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know if people like. I don't know if he remembers, but I'm gonna give some insight. Me and JoJo played basketball together. We was like, oh, man. we was kids, man. Wow. We was probably like 11, 12, 13, somewhere up in there. Wow. We played basketball together. I still got the old photo. I'm gonna find Sims the fucking Park? photo. Yep, Sims Park. Oh, man. I'm gonna find a photo so I can put it up. Damn, I ain't gonna hold you up. I think me, you, and Keon was on the same team. Possibly, hey, it, the whole city. If you a Bellflower kid through and through, you know we have roots outside of the city, but you know, you know about the Sim, Sims Park, Bellflower League. It's a, yeah, you know, it's a rite of passage. It's yeah, a rite of passage. It's either that or, 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 or Thompson Park. You know, you know these kids through and through. It's just a, it's a Bellflower thing. You know, I'm proud of where I'm from and where I come from. You know, you meet good people. You know, there you I'm go. Glad we met, sir. Exactly, yeah, man, my met. brother, bro, and it's like. For me, my pops worked with somebody who coached in the league, and that's how I ended up from Compton to Bellflower. But it was like it was a good thing because, like, it's funny how God works. Somehow, like, I ended up back in Bellflower for high school because I got kicked out of the city of Compton and Long Beach. I got kicked out of all the proceedings, like all the cities before Long Beach. <laughs> Niggas just like I just I got I got kicked out. Of, excuse me, I got Fucking kicked out of the cities before exactly right. <laughs> I ain't kept that shit up. Yeah, it never stopped. It didn't stop for a while. He'll get a nigga kicked out of city. So I got kicked out of Compton. I got kicked out of Long Beach. I didn't want to go to Paramount, and so I ended up in Bellflower. And so happened that like I ended up back with with the homie and Big Bro and a bunch of other people that was solid that I met before. But it was just like, long story short, it's just funny how things come back around. And to see my nigga like come full circle and be everything that he is, I don't know if he wants to like disclose his profession or whatnot. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, since you put him in the spot. Nah, I mean, we'll just say, like, he he doing good. Like, to yeah, see to yeah, see young definitely. black men, like, to, to progress with somebody and grow up with him, and then you see, like, damn, like, damn, bro turned out good. Like, we yeah. all turned out good. Like, uh, that's that's a good feeling. Like, I tell a lot of my people, like, a lot of people who know me, when they be, like, people from certain areas end up like this. I'm like, not true. No. Nah, because I know, like, I know a, a millionaire from Long Beach. Mm-hmm. I know, like, I know people who, like, legitimately, like, my homeboys who... Same age as me, my peer group, who yeah. know yeah, had fathers yeah. and mothers who worked and were exactly. upstanding citizens, didn't mm-hmm. go to jail, none of that. They and they ended up turning out to be upstanding citizens, and they they are parents now and married with couples. And I think that's a huge stereotype that people miss. Is like our generation didn't like are not some wayward no. group of motherfuckers. No, 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 not by law shot. And just to touch on my situation, my you know upbringing, you know I come from a two parent household up until a certain age. You know me and my brother. 
I refer to him as my brother. He's my blood cousin. He's a millionaire from Bellflower. Come here. Come and think about it. There you go. He, you know, he, he was raised in Bellflower. Not born in Bellflower, but we were raised in this city. Have a lot of pride in this city. And he's a millionaire. Plays for the Seahawks. Very proud of him. The whole city proud of him. As you should. Oh, yeah. The whole city behind him. You know, season 10 this year, matter of fact. Which is, you and, know. In a, in a, first off, in a... In a profession where it's you get three to four years, I think mm-hmm. is the window. Like mm-hmm. that's the average is three to four years. Bro has not only gone on for a decade, like for decade. a decade in the league, it's like a Super Bowl winner. Once won a Super yeah, Bowl, been to two Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Like this man is not just some no. like person who's barely scraping by. Like bro really has got in there and and had an opportunity and earned his stripes yeah, in exactly. the NFL, like the highest level. Like it's. 32 teams, 53 men, the best football players in the world. In the world. Like, the best in the world. Like, you can say, like, it's very few people that can say, I was the best in the world at anything. Like, he yeah. can literally go, I won a Super Bowl. I was the best of the best. Exactly. So, that's, that's like, a rare thing. And, like, that comes from, like, you're, that's the cloth that yeah. you're cut from. That's somebody that, like, that's what you're from. So, like, that's the upbringing of our peers. Like, that's exactly. the upbringing of those that are around us. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, I couldn't say any better than, than that. You know, like... You know, it's very commendable. His rap sheet, you know, speaks volumes. And that's just what it is, you Yeah, know? and, like, people sit, look at that and be like, oh, that's just athletics. But, like, this man is college educated. For those that don't know, you have to spend at least three years in college to be able to go to the NFL. That means you have to qualify as far as grades go for both semesters to be able to play. That man did that for a total of six semesters. Like, that, at minimum, he did that for six oh, semesters. Sure. Like, Kane stayed four. He stayed, all, he stayed four years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Kane stayed four years. So far. That think that football players don't go to school? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean the idea is that you slide through like when you're athletic and you're I mean, a like, jock, you slide through the cracks. It's like some tutor that comes and picks up your homework at six p.m. Is it? Is it? Like, you know what I'm saying? But there's just eighty-two. Is that shit still like? But no, I'm no, saying no, no. no, 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 no there's tutors for everybody in the world. Yeah, but they yeah. think we have people who come pick up. Like once you go to college, they think like you just play football. And somebody comes and, like, takes care of your work and does your grocery shopping. Like, nigga, ain't no DoorDash. We just as broke as the average. We broke exactly. than the average college student. Exactly. Like, we're hungrier. Exactly. We're on the roll most of the time. Sometimes I think like those are people, just how people, like, say that they're, like, football players or athletic people and shit on, like, I don't know, nerdy people. That's, like, people who I think sometimes, not everybody, but sometimes people who couldn't hack it at sports and have to find a way to, like, shit on things that they wanted to do. Exactly. He's not smart. That man's a yeah. fucking scout. Like, oh, exactly. like, uh, I'm pretty sure anybody, like, you've heard, like, listen, like, Arian Foster. Arian of Foster course. be talking about shit. Arian Foster interned that, at NASA. Like, uh, he, he, he interned like at NASA. Shit. Like, Arian Foster, somebody who you... Yeah, like, he's, 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 he's damn near a nuclear like scientist. He's a scholar, like, a real yeah. intellectual. Who's a full NFL Not even that. What's, um, um, God, it's one of the, the Roll brothers. R-O-L-L-E. Samari Rose, younger brother. He he only played. He said I only played football to be able to pay my way through um, medical school and not have any debt. Like that man literally <laughs> said, I went to the NFL. Who's the dude from the Seahawks? Oh, Myron Rowe. Myron Rowe. That's the brother. Speaking of name. the Seahawks, oh boy, um, Richard Sherman. Yeah, Sherman. Sherman Stanford, like, come you know, on, man. Yeah, Stanford out of yeah. Compton. You know, like, yeah. Uh, people, people, there's a huge misconception, you know. And I, I feel like, you know, you have to have some smart. You have to, you know, yeah. to, to make it to that level. Also, not even, I know how many brothers you know that that had the talent but just couldn't make it to that level. You know, yeah, they didn't exactly. you know, meet the standard. There is a standard. Not you know, even just make it to that without level. Without a doubt, like, to play football at the professional level is not even just like, oh, hey, you're really athletic. Like the whole shit in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Learning skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you it's have not to. like you ha- like it's not like Peyton Manning is a smart motherfucker. To read a defense is not no not an easy job. Week to week, you have to learn this the psychology yeah. behind how somebody's going to attack you. 
you have to learn the psychology of what, like somebody's trying to get into your mind, learn your tendencies, learn your thought patterns, learn how you like to go through your progressions. And then at the same time, you have to learn what you're planning to do to defend that. And you have to learn, like you have to learn what they're going to do against you. And then on top of that, learn what they're going to do to defend. And then at the same time, still maintain the team camaraderie. That is so many levels to that shit. Like the psychology of talking to a motherfucker who might be half off his rocker and convincing that nigga that like to, to save your life basically and not let a motherfucker who's 300 pounds and runs a 4440 no, you rip your goddamn exactly. head off. No, what you said is mad powerful because like I'm, the book I'm reading now is like I want to say it's the power of habit and in the book they talk about like Tony Dungy and like his approach to coaching and it's mad. It's like it's some of the most like intellectual shit. Like it's, it seems simple when they talk about it but it's the form of like changing habits. To change the habits of an entire roster of grown ass men, the intellectual shit to to break down film, to break down how they've been working, where they fucked up, because nobody in you can't say anybody who plays professional football doesn't know how to play like they're not talented. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole psychology of to make this great thing better than this great thing. Exactly. So yeah, anybody who says that is just uneducated. And sometimes that shit is really like, let me convince this person who's not as great as this person that they are better, just so we can get through this week. Like the exactly. idea that. These men who have to deal with things within the workplace, uh, hostile workplace, where basically you you have to go throw your body at another human being at full speed, maintain your health throughout that, learn the system, make sure you don't piss off the coach as you go through your own shit and deal through it, everything you have to do off the field, being away from your wife and your family for how many ever weeks a year, even when it's not season, you probably had training camping away from them, and you probably got to go do something you're obligated to do. Like, it's a whole thing. Like, the idea that, um, like, the idea that, that athletes just have this, like, run-of-the-mill time. I can say, of uh, the 10 years that I've been, you know, me and my brother, like, are our best friends, you know. He, Without a doubt, yeah. It's, it's, you know, I'm that left, right-hand man and vice versa. And throughout these years, knowing my brother and how he tends to learn, you know, it was very detrimental that he had to learn the, I guess you could say the academics or the, the yeah. didactic portion, the didactic portion of of, of, of being an athlete at this mm-hmm. level. It's no longer just your 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 talents taking to the next next step. It's you know you actually understanding what's going on. It's like you talking 90% about ninety percent mental, ten percent physical. Exactly. It's very the perplexity perplexities of trying to you know find an audible or learning a playbook in a in a, in a drop of a dime and attending meetings and routes. critiquing. Yeah. It's it's truly a job. And for the first, I can tell you this, for the first, I want to say six years of his career, he would call me, we would talk, and I, you know, we you know, we are, are all three hardworking men. You know, we yeah, have careers and jobs. And, and when you say to us, we went to work, we understand that. When you look at somebody that we look at as, you know, on this, on this level of, you know, you work, your work is... You're an idol. You're an idol. You're yeah, going for yeah. the thousands of fans to make millions of dollars. When he would call me, he'd be like, hey, bro, I just got out of work. I'm like, man, get out of here with that <laughs> shit. Like, fuck out of here with that shit. You know, you playing football for a living. But it took me a long time to realize, no, this is... It is football, but it's a job. It is work. Mm-hmm. It's 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 more than work. It's more yeah. pressure, you know? And I, I, I had to come to that realization over the years to respect what he's saying. To this day, I can call him on his phone and he would tell you this is work. And just had so much, you know, back and forth about that. But I respect it these days because I understand what comes, what what, what comes, to, what's put into it to to get the outcome of it. You know, I mean, I think sometimes we fail to realize like the business aspect of things. Like, and that's not just in like this. Like, just to kind of segue into other things. Like, it's just like the business aspect of everything. When we, and I guess that's always the thing that black people always be like, oh, when you going to buy this shirt from this person, when you going to do this from this person, you pay full price. But when you come to me. 
you you do this like some aspects of business like yeah cousin i love you best friend i love you <laughs> homeboy i love you but like yo i still have to pay for like my materials i still have to do my things and that's one thing with like kt like as much as kt is willing to offer and do I still try to make sure, like, nah, bro, like, what's the price? Like, I understand you trying to be like, yo, what's the homie price? But, like, yo, what's the price price? Because I understand that, like, when you go to your supplier and when you got to buy your stuff, it's not just like, yo, oh, KT, you bought this many shirts, so I'm, I'm going to give you this. No, it's it's this. It's not like you still have a job, like, point blank period. Like, it's still a business. It's still things. And, like, I hate to use KT as an example. He probably might get mad or something. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> yeah, but promotion is always good in there. So that's like that's my shit, bro. Is that like sometimes that's a that's that's something that people fail to realize is like that business aspect, and it's not nothing yeah. personal to you. It's no. just that like as much as I love you, like everything in the middle don't change because of my love for you, and that's that's I don't know. That's a concept that it took me a, a long time to grasp. I can definitely agree with you. And too. I think sometimes we look at people who have an enjoyable life or mm-hmm. have an enjoyable profession mm-hmm. or have an enjoyable aspect of something. And it's kind of like, oh, you have freedom, you have this, you have that. No, oh, I don't, man, motherfucker. I can touch on this subject. Right no, here. I don't. Like, oh, no, my God. no. <laughs> for like, for those like, for whom much is given, much is expected. Exactly. So, yeah, I have quote unquote freedom. But I, at the same time, like it's a lot of responsibility that comes. And with I, I can I can touch on this subject. We we started this conversation, and it's a sort of a rant. It, it come, <laughs> embarking on what what it, Jody fits and be being exactly. against her. So, yeah. so what do I do? Um, I do work for the city of Compton. I am a fireman. I am a paramedic. I do hold the license of being a paramedic. Uh, practice paramedicine. I am a fireman, and this is my career. It's not a job. It's not a nine to five. It's Genuinely, my career. I will be doing this until, you know, 25 more years. Been on the job five years now. Um, been in the field for 10 years now. So when people who are in my field, if you have any knowledge, this nigga went to like as a ranger and shit. Like <laughs> this nigga would play high school Man. football on Friday night, Saturday morning. Man. He was up to go it run was, 10 miles, and 15 miles. Right? You know, it was always my backup plan. And just like anything else, in that put my mind to, I just hit it full force. And I happen to be one of those lucky few to get hired very young. You know, it's a very competitive. Um, know feel to get into but to touch on what you said you know people not having a a great perspective about what you do and just see it as like an easy thing Mm -hmm. or you know like i said with my brother's situation it's not work you know i had to really sit down and sit down and like no this man goes to meetings at five o'clock in the morning you know and gets critiqued and you know has to run drills and tests and all the other stuff the same thing with me you know people who are trying to get in my career think that i sit around all day and just shoot the shit at the boys the boys club no like i'm at work doing cleanup and training and running calls getting my shit pushed in you know for 20 48 hours at a time not seeing my family like it's a lot that goes into it you know yeah and any any other profession that you can you know the people just don't have a, a real insight on what you actually do at work you know mm-hmm. so i can definitely you know relate to what you're saying you without know? a doubt people see me at subway and they be like oh he's just <laughs> making sandwiches <laughs> I'm like, first off, nigga, I got two janitors and eight sandwich artists under me. I got to do scheduling. It's just, it's a lot. I don't want to talk about it right now. Like, that's sh- <laughs> not making sandwiches. You ever, you ever had somebody put them in the fucking ranch top on top of the mustard, nigga? Now we got really fucked up. Yeah, like, nigga, short you some, uh, some cheese. You can go yeah, over his head. And that's what I'm saying. Man. After y'all complain put, about that, we got to throw the sandwich away. It's a lot, man. Corporate don't pay for that. When you put on fucking you know, pepperonis, like, you can fuck the whole sandwich. If you think you just pick those off. Exactly. You the can't do that. In it. The flavors juice, in it. The juice. the juice is already in the meat. Like it's on the lettuce. It's on the lettuce. You can't. It's on the lettuce. It's in the bread, man. You can't do that. Jared told 
Told bro to stop by. And he didn't hey get man, it. Jared, you know Jared from Subway went to jail for child molestation? I, I heard and I, yeah. I, I've noticed. Yo, yeah. son right fucks kids, bro. That's, that's wild. Like, that's not a good look for Subway. Hey, you know what they're going to do to Jared's now? That's what I was just about to segue into. Ain't that an ill last segue? All right, so Alabama, Alabama, the same state that just passed, it was one of the, the first ones to pass the abortion law in recent times. Alabama is trying to, in my opinion, say face. I'm going to leave this over to y'all opinion. Clearly, TJ has expressed how he feels about this already. Um, I feel like Alabama trying to say, say face because... Um, what they have enacted is basically a castration, a chemical, Alabama passes a oh, bill that will require chemical castration for certain child molesters. Um, child, anybody who molests a child under 13 who will be released early has to, has the option. If you're up for early release after a child molestation case in a child that's under 13 in the state of Alabama, you will have the option to either be chemically castrated to be released early or to serve out your sentence. In some cases, in in some cases, you would just be even if you full out, serve out your full sentence, you will get the chemical castration at your release. It doesn't require the removing of any body parts. Essentially, what it is is, um, I guess, like a shot that would um, reduce block, li- libido. It re- reduces libido, testosterone. Activity. You ain't gonna have the urge to yeah. fuck with little kids. You're not gonna have the urge to fuck with nobody. Like you're not gonna be able to about the situation. No, no, no. It, it basically it reduces the shit in men that get your dick hard. Like you're not gonna have no testosterone, so you basically gonna not have you. Essentially, it's cutting off your source of what makes you a man. Like for those that don't know, like testosterone is what women who are, uh, I mean, people who are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I associate trans just going through the yeah. trans process. God damn, I cannot, I, just, I could not think of a word to be politically correct. But like you know, women take testosterone, men would take estrogen yeah. to um, transition to go through their transition. transition. There you go. go. Excuse me. God damn, I wanted to so, be so PC about that. But that that's what you would take. Essentially, this chemical castration <laughs> would cut that off for the man. So um, if you were in the event, if in the event you were trying to get an erection, it would be damn hard. Essentially, yeah. you have ED. You have erectile dysfunction. Yeah. And I'm sure in that situation, no doctor will be willing to prescribe you anything for that. But I do you to, feel like this is I a safe face? Um, because I think it would be inhumane, and I think you would you would be risking death if you tried to physically remove the organ. I mean, like, no, no, no. And like I think it would block other things. Yeah, I just mean like shut that shit out of the fuck. I'm not really. No, that's chemical castration. Chemical castration is essentially like. Oh yeah, they just did just right. Yeah, I just give okay. you erectile. I give you it's manual erectile dysfunction. Like, we manually don't let your dick get hard. Do you no agree way. with this? Yeah, you should be happy they're not chopping your this shit off. Like, fuck you. Like, but the niggas, you know, I don't know how many hundreds of years back that we've been, you know, I guess, going through this. They, they you fuck a 13-year-old, you need to have your shit taken. Here. I agree. Here. I agree. Like, I, I, it's no gray area for me on that one. Like, not. And to me, 13. Like, 13, that's too low. Like, I think. You shouldn't exit, like, even if, like, age and, like, you should know, even if, like, she built, like, Bernice Burgos. If you talk to that bitch, you know she's 16. So, it's the, wait, 13 is the aggressor or 13 is the person they're fucking with? No, 13 is the person they're fucking with. Oh, yeah, fucking go, go away. <clears throat> yeah, that's why I say I think 13 is too young. Like, I think you should bump that up to, like, 18 or whatever the legal age is in that state. Yeah, and yeah. I know we that's... talked about that before, but how do y'all feel about that, like, when you go to other states, and this is this has happened to me. Like I've lived in other states, and I've had friends who dated um, people who were what? under the eighteen year old threshold for California, mm-hmm. but in that state they were legal. So I've lived in Louisiana, 
the legal age there is like 16, I believe. Terrible. But I'm from California, which exactly. Yeah, but are you saying that? Yeah, are like, you saying that, that because you're raised in one? Of, it's only eight That's states in America like, that, that are 18 gross, and up. You understand like, that, right? You know that, right? It's no, only 18 no, states. It's, yeah. it's eight states. Excuse me, eight states in America that require eight, 18 and up mm-hmm. for to be a legal adult. Everything else is at least 15 or 16 and up from there. So I, we are one of the few states that have that mental restriction of like 18, 18, 18. Some people are just like. Our restriction is 16. When you look at a case like R. Kelly, that's one of the big things in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Is like he was moving, he was moving around to California with, or moving to states that had the 18 and up law with people who were 17 or, or in that gray area. Yeah. But they resided in Chicago, Illinois, or the state of Illinois where 16 and up is the law. So I think that's a gray area that how do you feel about that? Like, do how do you like it's just for you, you like California made right. this rule? Because basically you're just being uh, all right. So my take on it is this maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. Understandably so. You are you are a product of your environment, you know, and, and past practice. And here it's it's never been cool to do that. Even if you go back to high school, would you be called dead? We went to a high school where there was a middle school joined into it conjunction. Nice. It was terrible. I know it's fucking it's terrible to think about, but you couldn't see I would I would be damn if my best friend, I mean my boys wouldn't go hang out with a little seventh seventh grader. And it's just that that practice or that ideology. Self policing. Self-policing. So, in high school, it's, you it's going to be, be held accountable by like, your boys. And, and that's self-policing myself. right there. Exactly. In school, used to be weird. Like, if you were, like, a senior fucking with a freshman, you was a weirdo. That's weird, right? Yeah. It it like, and that's the whole thing that people fail to cool. realize. It's like, let me, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not to cut you off. Let me just segue real quick. I, I hate when anyone, anybody, I don't give a fuck who it is. I'm not just saying. Anybody, the idea that men don't self-police, like, the idea of this locker room thing that's just like men are just like ah did you fuck her ah did you fuck her huh? did you wear a-? like no we don't discuss that shit because it's a self policing in men that may not be like a morality code but it's kind of like a you a lame ass nigga bro that have to speak on that or that have to do that like that shit lame you don't get no points for that so like men self police we may not do it in a morality way all the time and being like oh no because this is this and respect and sometimes it's just like bro you lame for that shit because you don't need to talk about that and after you go through the 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 if you go through the layers and peel it back, of course, it's going to end up at, like, respecting women. But, like, you got to peel back probably about three or four layers. Niggas going to be like, bro, you lame for, like, talking about what you do with your dick. I didn't know because you fucked her. <laughs> so, like, the idea of self-policing not existing between men is something that's not real. I'm sorry. Please continue. Self-policing. Self-policing. Accountability. There you, go. there you have it. But back to what I was saying, I just feel like how I grew up, back to the question, how I feel about it, my take on it, is I, I grew up feeling like that was never okay. I mean, you know what? Don't get me wrong. She might be a year younger than you, and that might be cool. But yeah. for somebody, you know, y'all within the same realm. You're talking you know? about like 12th, 11th grade. Exactly. Yeah, my, fiance, my fiance is a year younger than me. And that's that's totally okay. But yeah. sitting there go four grades back. And then we just talking high school. Now you're a man now. You're yeah. a man. Now. We talking about now you're a man. You separate yourself from I'm paying bills and have a career and you can still drink before she get out of high school. If you're four years older than Shorty, she's still 17 when you're 21. She's still playing it for prom, and you at the bar. Now, let me, let me, I always have to self-reflect and look on the other side. That's just how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Say you was a lame dude that fat, nerdy, and you just could not, you just could not, I'm not right. Get a good weight. Hey, hey, I, I feel you like. Want me, you want me to tell you why, JoJo? Because let me tell you what you just said. I'm just trying to. That's predatory, bro. That's a that's predator way. Just, you cannot hold your own yeah, that's you in something, so you gotta prey on somebody that's weaker. Yeah, you're that's that's bullies, bro. Like that's a bully. That's a sexual bully. Yeah, yeah that's not that's, that's a sexual bully. 
That's when niggas feel the real. That's like basically saying you're going to fight niggas that can't fight because you don't really feel like you can fight. Yeah, you're exactly. going to be too up. I'm, so I'm not saying I agree with this. Right oh, now. I'm, I'm just putting it out there that, you know what, maybe this, there's a reason why. I'm not saying it's okay. No, I'm no, no. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying you are. I'm just giving my opinion on it. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. I'm, I'm really big on putting myself on scenarios like, exactly yeah. in, in, in the other person's spot because mm-hmm. that's just how I was raised and I feel like you know maybe you were that person that just couldn't you know get with any girls in your grade I'm not saying you jumped down from 30 years old to 16, 16 year old but mm-hmm. you know if you was a you know a 20 year old and you found a girl that was 18 years old hey maybe that worked for you, you feel 20 me? to me even 20 or 18 is not a stretch to me that's still like let's say 25 to, to, to 18. 25 to 18 is a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, see, that's little, a lot of a stretch. That's not even like you being like a, like, if, if that's because if you're a loser, I don't know, loser, quotation, mm-hmm. whatever, but like, you know, you wait till you bloom or whatever, because at some point you could, whatever your personal stride is, if you're, especially nowadays, like if you're a, if you're a geek, if you're a fucking whatever, like there's a lane for you to like, you know, right. have your there's other geeks, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's girl geeks that's in your lane. Like, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah like, like, if just, you have a commonality, if you have a common bond and it's a genuine, like, yo, I just stumbled across this person who so happened to be 18 and they See, are like, they right. fuck with all my, like, we just so happened to mesh. That's one thing. But if you outside the, the high school saying, like, if in your new whip and yeah, shit, like you outside the high school in the charger, like, ah, that's dumb. Fuck I mean, you never get no strike for that. Nah, nah, nah. I graduated 2012. I graduated 2012. Do what's the name still work here? If you got to ask, do anybody, do, if you got to ask anybody, do somebody still work at your old high school, then you've been gone too long. That's just it. You want to go to McDonald's? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you're dropping down, lowering your standards to try to, like you said, be a predator. Of course, that's that's not it. Yeah, so there's yeah, always two to sides me. of the story, and I, I get what you're saying. That to me, it's twenty year old chicks. Just like he said, it's twenty year old chicks who just, or whatever age you are, it's the same chick. That's exactly what you are for a guy. Yeah. More I'm times not, than not, yeah, like that's it's the same woman like out there. She like Fortnite and ain't really dating nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, and, that's one thing. Yeah, like at some point, shop at like, Old Navy. I understand that there are at every age or something. There's somebody who's mature for their age, but on the whole, it's weird to me, because I know good and fucking well, if I ran across, like, a 17, 18-year-old, beyond the whole grossness of it physically, what the fuck do I, like, what do we talk about? Like, what do I don't, don't give me, like, you gotta be a special breed. Like, so, like, it's very rare. And and I don't, like not, hold on. for the immature, because Stop. they know nothing. <laughs> and also, let's, it, it goes back to sometimes, I think we have to look at the person as well, like, I understand the point you were trying to make mm-hmm. is like, you no, know, I'm talking to JoJo. Like, with mm-hmm. JoJo's like the, the, I guess you were Giving try- the benefit of doubt, maybe? Or just giving a little insight on the opposite side? I guess you would say maturity levels. I, when I, well, yeah, with that example that you mm-hmm. were giving, though, okay. like how you were like that perspective, I think it's like, I, I guess maturity levels mm-hmm. or like even commonalities in that, like maturity levels still a commonality. I don't give a fuck. Like, where you are, as far as, like, how mature you are, that's still a fucking commonality. Like, I don't give a fuck what somebody say. Old women that still like to go to the club more times than not end up being cougars because the club is filled with mm-hmm. niggas who are of a certain age. Like, more times than not. You might get a couple of, like, grandpas in that bitch, but, like, yeah. the things that come with, like, the maturation process affect um, environment. It affects a lot of shit. So, I don't know. I, I, think, I think that's where we at, and I think... Sometimes you do meet a motherfucker who's young and that's just way beyond their years. Like, their education level has exceeded what some people may have gotten by the time they're 
40 and shit. You can meet somebody that's 25 that's like, yo, they've got a degree in all this and all this, been educated in this, had this many experiences in life. And you can genuinely be like, damn, I just never, I don't have as much as what you have. Like, with all the years that I have, the experiences that you've packed into the amount of years that you've experienced still allows me to be able to learn something from you or relate to you or have a commonality to you. I think that does fucking happen. Like, don't get me wrong. But again, if you just out here seeking out, like, if you got a history yes, of, like, to the rule. yeah, if you got a history the, of just, the, like, the vast majority of what yeah, we talking about is, yeah, is, is you, predatory. We like, all know what we're talking about. So, that, yeah, like, exactly. that's why I say, we know what we're talking about. That's why I'm saying, like, let's just throw out the few exclusions that there are. Because <laughs> so, there's only a couple. Yeah, so let's know. There's a few rare situations yeah, where, yeah. Then throw those to the side and understand this shit is weird. It's bro. one or two. That's why I say it's enough exclusions that we can name them real quick so them shits don't live up in the air. <laughs> throw out the few times that you can't, that you can do this shit and then now we can the rest of you motherfuckers who's literally like I seen an interview where my nigga um and it's hurt my heart because I fucked with him gunplay gunplay talked about how it's a culture in Miami like at the you know you go pull up at the high school and go snatch you up a youngin like at a certain age and that shit is just kind of like ugh like so question yeah like even with the I'm sorry but like even with the pimping shit like I know do y'all know who Sauce Walker is the rapper from I don't know if you know who he is, yeah, like yeah, because we yeah. live in the South, like we we. But he's a Houston rapper, uh, Sauce Walker, and my man's he got a um he got a partner that he rapped with named Sosa Man, and Sosa got knocked for pimping, and um which they allegedly do, like allegedly, but they're rappers, so whatever they do is in in good um it's in it's in acting, like it's not. You can answer that. Answer it. It's juice. You can answer. It. I own the podcast. You can do that. <laughs> uh, What's the deal? Nah, we do we on the podcast. podcast. Juice. Hey, bro, bro, stuck in Houston. Uh, he was stuck in uh, Huntington Beach. He don't want to come out the Bellflower no more. So. Hey, well, shout out to Coach Marshawn, Elite U. Shout out my boy, man. We doing the podcast right now. Y'all on the FaceTime, man. We live right now. Yeah. And we just going. We just talking, bro. We just into it. What, y'all niggas playing pool and shit. Hey, that's weird. I own that, I own that same shirt, KD. <laughs> I own that same shirt, my nigga. Exactly, it's between me and you. Those who know don't never say, my nigga. Respect yeah. to the boy. Juice, what y'all playing? Where y'all at? Y'all at the bar? Yeah, yeah we playing some pool, man. We just playing some pool. Me and the homie, KD, and Thomas right here. You feel me? Yo. We, just, we chilling, bro. Big vibe. Oh, man. Y'all should be. Hey, good looking on the invite. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, we'll let y'all do your thing, man. Y'all hear me? Y'all done. Coach Juice, we yeah, got to get you on here, man. You be making big moves. Delete you, you, bro. We got to. When can we get you on here, man? Hey, babe, my line. You know what it is. I got you, bro. I'm going to hit you. All right. All right. Coach Marshawn, that's a good dude right there, man. I love that guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's a good guy right there, man. Elite, you, y'all go pick y'all up some gear, man. See y'all kids do for the training. He got a camp coming up, too. He got a summer camp that he's going to do for Elite U. You got any little man's that wants to hone in on his skills. Young ladies that want to play yeah, football because that's, that's happening in. right now. Anybody that's trying to tap in with the training because yes. he does personal training as well. All genders, like, tap in. Coach Marshawn, man, he trains NFL players, pro athletes, everything. Like, exactly. legit, legit. You know what? You do yourself a favor if you have a kid that is in some kind of athlete, organized, you know, uh, team sport. Make that investment. I know it sounds very bad, but – Hone in on the skills, you know. If you have an opportunity, oh, no, someone can hone in to give him some insight on what he needs to do to elevate his skills or to project him out into this this networking where he can get a look. 
go and do that. As, as yeah. a, you know, anybody listening, that's something that I, w- I would definitely look into. Yeah, on a broader spectrum, just whatever. Yeah, whatever your child is on a broad spectrum, like whatever your child does, like support it. Like even if you don't completely agree with it, as long as it's not like they're not hurting themselves, they're not hurting anyone, and it's not illegal. Like that's pretty much my rules with shit. Like as you become an adult, it becomes more so if it's not immoral because certain things that's illegal ain't really that fucked up to me. Well, yeah, but, like, I know I've had my gripes with like just the health things of football, but I would definitely like. I, I'm, ah. I'm a sports fan. I want my child ah. to be a part of. Ah. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Like, I, like football is my is my first and favorite sport. But I, like, I do have, like, the. I don't know if I want my kid out there, like, you know, getting CTE at, like, fucking seven. <laughs> like, but I do think my. I do want my child to be part of some type of organized thing. I just I know think what? it builds character and all that shit. That's so arguable because, and I, I get, you know, ah, CT, ah, what's going ah, on, but we've been ah, playing this shit for ah, years and it molded me to yeah. the first night. Yeah, we taught me so oh, many okay. characteristics. Yeah, it taught you camaraderie and, and all that stuff. The first fate I ever caught, no, I shouldn't say that, but the first toughness I can think about was some hitting drills, bro. Every day you got to yeah. get cracking. You got to get cracking. Show me, show, me, show me what you got. You know, you, you got to get it up with yeah. the hardest hit on the team, but you're going to win, lose, or draw. You're going to stand up and do that as a man, as a kid. You know, and I think I, a lot of people fail to realize that's you know? not a hazing process. No. Like when, when you go through football, you got to do Oklahoma's. You got to get on your like, you gotta, That's not a hazing drill. That is, you need to be hit for the first time. You need right. to be hit. You need to hit someone. You need to feel contact for the first time. You need your body to be able to feel that joke. You need your mind to get that out. You need to go through that one time real quick. Do it. You're done. You have an identity of what pain is in relation to this sport that you are participating in. I think that is a totally different thing. What the fuck was we talking about before Juice Call? Talking about the AIDS. Oh, yeah, I did have a question for the AIDS. Go ahead. So, back to the AIDS thing. Yeah, it'll, it'll like, segue. Actually, not think about the segue and all that shit, but clearly the age for, like, the sex shit and all that is clearly terrible. Everybody, you know, like as a country, is like that's terrible for you to be talking to somebody. But I just watched. Like, did you watch the uh, when they see us shit? I have not. <clears throat> I have not. It's a journey. I'm just yeah, and that's and that is why uh-huh. I have not. I've done. Look, I've subconsciously done everything to avoid watching that documentary. I've know. watched Chernobyl's last episode. I watched the whole. I binge watched Bad Blood whole season two on Netflix. And now I tried, today, actually, I tried to start when they see us. I got as far as the part where they, where the lady shows up at the crime scene the night. I probably got 10 minutes into that shit and my stomach turned. Nope. Like When I tell you it's a journey the entire time, like, it's, like, I finished watching it yesterday and it took me, like, about three days to, like, it's anything on Netflix, you knock that shit out, like, immediately. It took me three days to process. Like, I haven't had... I'm a grown-ass man. Like, I, I made, like, a big stink about Avengers and shit. I haven't had an emotional response to a movie in years. Mm. And every phase of this hit me differently. It's like, it's not... You watch a slave movie, you like, you think to yourself, man, that shit was 100 years ago. I'll be the motherfucking slave master ass, man. Mm-hmm. man. <laughs> this shit, you watch it, and this shit could happen, and you, you kind of box in that... Like, this was the beginning. Like, this was the... Not the beginning of but this was like, uh, like it just was like uh, it's a continued thing. It's exactly. been something that you look at. How about this? This will fuck you up. I got a whole thing like you tell me what fucks you up because I got what fucks me up consistently. I feel like oh, this one is like something that's just gonna really be to me. It was jolting as fuck. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that in a different era, 
We actually have to be thankful that the Central Park Five happened in the time it happened. Because you understand in a different era, that's five Emmett Tills. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that from Emmett Till to the Central Park Five, mm-hmm. just from that time alone, that's 40 years minimum. 30, Emmett Till happened in 1955, 54, something like that. Um, Central Park Five is like 89. Nigga, that's like 30 some odd years. Mm-hmm. No change. Uh, no systematic, disgusting systematic change. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that shit. I did. Like, fucking think about that, bro. From before black people had rights up until the point of 19-fucking-89. You gotta watch it because, like... Like, nigga, I was born in 89. That's, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, when you, was that 30 years ago? Yeah, damn yeah, 29, damn near 30. It, you piece all of it together. Like, this was... This isn't 100 years ago. This is in... One is kind of... Nigga, Emmett Till not even 100 years ago yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, ain't that sick? Like, you watch it and you watch, like... It gets beyond like, oh, this is like systematic shit. Like you watch boy, and the whole time you watch, you start to watch boys. Like I don't know how I can't count how many times you and me in different states have gone to just areas to kick it. It's like you literally were just the wrong place, the wrong time, and we're black. And it's like, and you look at a, you know, their ages is 14, 15, 16, and Corey Wise who's 16, he spends 13 years in prison. He does not go to juvie. He's a 16 year old boy. In prison with grown ass, real hard hitting ass motherfuckers, and you in jail for a sexual assault crime, which we exactly. all know makes you a target. That uh, they they tap they tap into that they tap into like just how he's treated the worst way. Like prison is not any any type of game. He's treated the worst way you can be treated. He goes into solitary. You look at how like that shit affects. They went to Rikers. Like for those that just like we're getting a recent. No, I'm just saying we're getting a recent insight for Rikers. Like Rikers is Khalif Browder. Yep. Khalif Browder. Like that was that was that was Rikers. Like it's, that man, that young man escaped. Like, that man escaped and couldn't get it off of him so much that he had to go to the extremes that he did. Like God rest his soul. Like God bless the dead. Like Jay Z went and mm-hmm. did documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like they're shutting that place down. Understand what that will do to children that are going there for sexual assault crimes, which literally put the hugest target on your back. That's that's the part where like your safest option is to be put in a room that is built to make you go crazy. That happens. That's part of his story. Like the, the not just his, so many. Like that's a part of that story. You get framed for a crime that puts you in a position that doesn't allow you to even be in the little bit of civilization that you have in the environment that you are now committed to for the rest of your life. Or majority of the, the majority of your future. Yeah, like that's that's the part where I was like where I'm getting to like when you watch it. You watch how it affects their families. You watch how it affects them. They leave, and they still are, like, subjected to it outside of prison. The community fucks with them. It's just, like, you watch this shit, and it's, I don't know. It's just, like, it's a, uh, it's weird. Like, you have, everybody, like, we have, I don't know, I'm, you know, you black, I'm mm-hmm. black, woman, but I got cousins. I have people, like, young men who are just out wild in the street being young. And I think back to myself, like, how naive, just how wild I was at 16, thinking that the world was just, oh, yeah, I'm 16, I'm finna, shit, football practice, you, like, like I'm killing, like, I remember, like, I told the story here one time, like, I'm, this is how, like, much I think the world is, like, my oyster. I went to, like, I maxed out something shit crazy for me. I went and told my grandfather, he told me some wild-ass country story about how I used to pull track, completely shattered my shit. But that's how small my views of the world, thinking, like, this is how, and you send somebody like that. And I guess that's what fucked me up. Like, the whole time you watch this movie, you can't help but, like, 
Like, never have I really watched a movie that you can't help but put yourself in the movie. It's not, I don't know, it's just, it's not, it's crazy to not a funny experience. It, like, will, will drive you there. So it's crazy to see, like, people go, how people, like, I guess, divvy up age. Like, when, I know, like, Dave Chappelle said that joke, like, how old is 15 or 16, really? Yeah, because you look at it, hey, we said all this crazy shit. It's in the same. You talk to any white person, anybody who might quote unquote be racist, mm-hmm. they'll say, "Yeah, you're right. Sixteen is trash," and we'll turn around and call the Central Park Five terrorist motherfuckers, and they got what they deserve. They're 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 fourteen, exactly, fifteen. So I don't know. It's just I, I don't even know where that question is headed, except to go like this weird mm-hmm. way people can like cut shit off in their brain about. Any any topic or subject, and these motherfuckers are still wrong, and people still were like, "Well, they might have been." Those were boys, and you sent them out and ruined their lives. They didn't go to high school, like Terrible. everything we take for granted, they exactly. missed out. They missed out. Yeah, you can never get it back. You know, um, that shit was wild. Anybody who saw that shit, God bless you. That shit had me fucked up. I mean, I think that's the part of it. Like when you you black and you fifteen, like it's a crime. Like if you white and you go to Stanford and you're nineteen, like you just being a boy. Like, boys will be boys yeah. if you, you're white and you're 19, you go to Stanford and she's passed out. But, like, if you're just in a public park in New York City at Actual 13 and you're black, it's a crime. Our boys will be boys. These niggas, there's, yeah. no, there's no evidence. Like, like fuck that. Like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing can, nothing, nothing. Like, literal judges will tell. It's a case where I can't remember what state the judge literally told the motherfucker, like, I don't want to ruin your life. So I'm not gonna send you to jail. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 like, mean, like, I was, I've been having like these really like hard thoughts. Like, you know, I talk to like you know close friends and motherfuckers I fuck with. Like, it's weird when people like how I look at like if you have our white people have issues with us, or we have issues with white people. Like, it's hard to look at them do shit like that. And you go, I'm not mad at y'all, nigga. Like, I'm scared, and that's evil. That's not like, oh, that's bad. Oh, that's how he grew up. That's his. No, no like I have to live in a defense mode shit. because that's, of your tendencies. I don't hate you. I have to live in defense mode because of what you don't know that you do. I don't even understand how you. You don't even realize what you do, and I have to live in defense mode of that shit. Like I have to constantly live on fucking edge because of some shit you don't even know that you fucking do, that you won't acknowledge that you do, that you don't understand how it affects something. You essentially like have to learn. How to exist in a world of authoritative sociopaths? You just like I just thought about like how old we are, like when it happened. Thirty, um, almost thirty years or actually thirty years later, the only gripe is ah shit, man, they finna come at this bitch on Twitter. You wrote books, you lived thirty years of life post this event, and that's just like and now people no, like, you're coming at her like she. It's even more fucked up. Like I'm gonna put it for you in a simpler form, like because I like to break things down to its simplest fucking form. Only thing you're doing is being held morally accountable. You're not going to jail. You're not doing. You're being held morally accountable for taking years, and in the most minimal way, you are held to the most minimal, minimal moral accountability levels for taking literal life from people. All you really, uh, the only thing you really got to suffer through is I have to cut off my fucking social media. No, not even that. I might lose a couple of positions, but, like, I still have a nice little nest egg over here that I've formed. I still lived a pretty cushy life for 30 years. I got to rent wealth and fame for 30 years off the back of these young black men. I feel like it should be some shit like, yo, all the money that all of your books made that mentioned any any reference to this case has to go back to them. No, I think... Essentially. In a form, it's reparations. Yeah, I think... 
I think just personally, like just off of, I don't know, outrage culture, people can just say shit and it fucks with you. I think if you you lie on somebody, especially when it ruins their life, Corey Wise did 13 years. You should get 13 years. Slave you should have to do. Can I tell you the truth, bro? Can I tell you why you that? Should, why, can I tell you why that don't mean nothing? I mean, it doesn't. He still lost 13 years. Not even that. Can I tell you why? Not even to him. Can I tell you why that don't mean nothing to white people? We found out white people don't care about going to jail. I oh, love yeah. Martha Stewart. <laughs> like, I you mean, can go to mind, you white people. That is not shame like, to them. As long as I can go to jail mm-hmm. and come out rich, as long as I have money while I'm in jail, as long as I have fucking money. We have learned what is the death penalty to white people, making them be, making them poor. Oh, yeah. White I people mean, becoming I mean, poor is their death penalty. Not going to jail. White people go to jail, they like, I'm cool, 13 years, that ain't shit. I'm still a millionaire. I'm going to kick my feet up for 13 years. I'm going to come back to millions. That's and, I, and that's a fucked up reality. In reality, they're gonna be like, I'm gonna pay for protection in this bitch. I'm gonna pay the guards. Like, let's all not act like we don't know how jail works. You send a rich person to jail, they still live a relic they live the easiest jail life that there is. You do not cripple white people. You do not cripple anyone by making them sit still. Actually, you cripple them by making them broke. I both if I can sit still and still make money, nothing happens to me. I don't I don't mind that. If a nigga really go, I'm gonna lock you up today for 13 years, but in that time you still get to make all of the money that you've been making, a million dollars a year for 30 I'm gonna gross 13 million dollars while I sit still. You got me fucked up. I get to stop all my bills for 13 years and I I'm gonna still come out with 13 million dollars too. You got me fucked up. No, no I think I would you like both. you fuck people up by hitting them in the pockets. That's how you hit people. I would like both. That's that's exactly why niggas back in the day used to be like, I'd rather go to jail for the weekend to pay my ticket. You remember that shit when niggas yeah, in LA was yeah, they I'm was like, I'm gonna sit for the weekend. Nigga be like, bro, your ticket $157, but I ain't got shit to do this weekend, bro. I'm gonna just miss a party and go, like, I'm gonna miss the club and just go to jail for the weekend. This shit ain't gonna go on my record. Like, I ain't, I ain't gonna <laughs> be able to miss it. Yeah. 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 yeah, for the weekend. For the weekend, <laughs> nigga, go for 48 hours. <laughs> he like, yo, free. He wasn't gonna sit for this ticket, bro. <laughs> on some real shit, nigga, get $1,300 of tickets, run up a bill on the city and be like, I'm gonna go sit and let y'all make, my, make y'all money off me being an inmate. That's what the city, for those that don't know, you know, of course, everybody knows jail is big business. If you go to jail, they get fucking paid for every bed they fill up in jail. So if you didn't pay your tickets back in the day, they used to offer niggas in LA, like, yo, you can go to jail for the I don't know, they might still do that shit. I don't get tickets. I'm a mature adult now. I just pay my shit. I can't afford to go to jail. It just no. costs too much now. Time but, is worth more than money. Yeah, exactly. The, that that trade off. That's interesting. We're gonna segue to that. But um, yeah, you used to be able to just go to jail for the weekend and shit. But that's because the jails get paid off you being there. So essentially, the money you didn't pay in your ticket, they made off of you by having you in the jails for that weekend. But time versus money, interesting concept. Time versus money. That's something now that as an adult, oh man, I consider more than anything. Time, is right? the amount of time I'm going to spend worth it, or is the amount of money I'm going to spend? My biggest thing sometimes I have way more time mm-hmm. than I have money. That's 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 more time than I man. get. In my mind, if you put it that way, that's you're a rich man. So you for me, it. sometimes I just stop and go. I don't have to do this in a rush, but like I'm a person that likes to get things done. But mm-hmm. sometimes I realize like, not like I'm broke or no shit like that. I always hate talking about money because anytime you talk about money, you sound like you're bragging or you broke. There's no middle ground for being like I'm just cool. I'm just cool. I'm comfortable. Yeah, you can't, but you, that sound like some like humble brag shit. They can be like, how much money you got? I'm like, I'm cool. I got, yeah, I can buy what I want. Like, you be like, <laughs> it's comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable. It's, it's a humble brag, though. Like, it seems kind of like, I don't know, really? Time versus money. Yeah, time versus money, though. But um, I will fucking, um, like, sometimes, I, I, nigga, I will be in a barbershop, right? I have, like, three niggas ahead of me, and I'd be like, I'll go up to them, and I'll be like, yo. I pay for all three of y'all haircut if y'all let me jump y'all in line. Ooh, with nowhere to go. That is nowhere to go. 
nowhere. I just don't want to be in the barber shop. I don't want to be committed to sitting here just in case something comes up. Just in case. Just on some just in case shit, I'm spending however Nigga, do you know how, like, the idea that you just spent 60 extra dollars to let niggas go in front of you. Time is more valuable. And I, that's in my mind. In, in opinionated, it's, it's justifiable in my mind because I agree with that. Disclaimer, I don't have any hair, so I would never be in a barbershop where I do my own shit. But if I it had been a situation... I got a beard. <laughs> I'm not in the barbershop, but it, that, I would, that's something I would definitely do. Yeah. If I were in a DMV, oh, I would pay for a ticket. I'm paying for a ticket, but it was like, hey, look, you know, you could pay 60 bucks to go to the front. Yeah. I'm going to the front of the line for yeah, the ticket. Straight up. Like, oh, some shit. Like, if, if, no if, it's, if it's three niggas in front of me, bro, and I'm at the DMV, and I got, like, a hundred bucks on me, or it's four niggas, I was like, yo, bro, I get all y'all $25 on whatever tickets y'all got, or whatever. I just text my barbers. I just show like, <laughs> Nah, even for so that, bro. Like, can, uh, can I get on my soapbox about this time? Shout out Lil B, man. Lil B, Lil B, the barber. Best barber in Best barber in the world. Like the best motherfucking barber in the world. Shout out to him. But go ahead, get on your soapbox, bro. My soapbox about this time situation. As I've already already discussed, I am a fireman, and people don't know. You may not be familiar about how the schedule of a fireman works. We are away from our families for a number of days, at least. So I do 48 hours at work in living quarters. I don't go home and have four days off. But a person like me likes money. You know, I'm young, aspirations, and things I need to buy. And I'm at work five days in a row. So over time, when I first got this job, you know, everybody would think, you know, oh, he's making good money. You know, I'm young, fireman, got, you know, 23 years old, making six figures. And Everything is cool until I get that kid and my kid, and you know, you, you, you value those moments, those things you cannot get back. You cannot get back, you know, the first word. You cannot get back those first steps or, you know, things that kids do. They you know and when you're at work in the, the summer of the time, you start to realize, wow, my time is way more valuable than this overtime could ever be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where that. that's where it really hits you as you know, you become a man and you start to realize what's important in life. Time is important. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have missed this overtime day trying to get ahead on bills or save for this investment or this house or this wedding and and, and not miss that birthday party. That's where I truly realize time is more valuable. I would much rather be there to to save save those memories than to be at work missing them and hearing about them. So that's just my take on time versus money. You know, money gonna always be there. But your time, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. You will never get that 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 that's that time back. This twenty minutes back or this hour back, you know? Well that's like it was that's a beautiful look, man. I think it's I think it's pretty much good right there, man. We like an hour in. I think we can wrap it up right there, gentlemen, if y'all all right with that one. Yeah, because it's going to work like that. It'll be a thing that I got to do tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> same here. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. My brother, Jody Fitz. My man, I appreciate you, bro. Hey, make sure y'all, uh, y'all follow the Instagram. Dope ass podcast, right? Just a dope ass podcast. podcast. Man, I'm new to this shit. <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> it, man. We appreciate shit. you pulling up, though, bro, man. Y'all follow up IG, Snapchat. Got shit coming up too, right? Yeah, yeah. We we gonna keep shit under wraps until it happens. Um, My bad. Also, flash your shit up. <laughs> yeah, but nah, shit, shit coming on the way, man. Y'all be looking out for Jody Fish. Y'all follow up, bro. We got more shit on the way from him. Uh, just a dope ass podcast. A lot of shit happening, man. Y'all, y'all just stay tuned. We gone. You did. Bye.